I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, the West Cork Chamber Music Festival opens in Bantry on Friday and runs until the 3rd of July. Its director, of course, Francis Humphreys, was on the show with us a few weeks ago chatting about some of the superb international quartets and chamber groups who are flying into Ireland for this year's festival. And one of the key missions of the festival every year is also to champion and support young chamber groups coming through. And one of those is the Allura Quartet from Cork. It's a really special quartet in that while each musician is highly talented and plays a professional standard, they've mostly chosen to study something other than music in college. So Elmarie went to one of their rehearsals this week as they prepared for Bantry and spoke to violinists Megan Chan and Michelle McCarthy and viola player Stephen Kelleher and it was cellist Michael Murphy who answered Elmarie's first question about the importance of the festival to a newly formed quartet like the Elora. Yeah, no, this is definitely one of our first outings because of COVID in general, but it's especially amazing for us because we're a quartet that was formed oh, about two years ago because none of us were actually doing music in third level. So this is an amazing opportunity for us because we really get to dive into the world of professional music while also having it as a hobby and still being able to have the love for music while being able to play with the most amazing musicians in the world and Europe. So yeah, no, it's an amazing experience. I think what you've just said there, Michael, is really interesting because it's true, you know, you can come and start music lessons as a child and you come as far as your grade eight and you may still be in school, you know, while you embark on a diploma or something like that. But there and then is the choice of whether to make music your profession or to keep it as a hobby. And if you keep it as a hobby, particularly as a student in third level, that's tricky, isn't it? I mean, the, the commitment. You see, Megan, you're wearing your biomedical science <laughs> Gansey from UCC. So I can see that's the avenue you chose. I did. I chose to study biomedical science. It's a joint programme between UCC and MTU. And I think, like, at the time it was really hard because I had, like, an interest in both music and science. 
And I think especially with the pandemic, it was hard to make that decision. But I really appreciate the fact that, you know, I have my college work, like I have my degree, I'm doing my degree in biomedical science, but I also can enjoy music as a wonderful hobby. And it's great to have the best of both worlds as well. So it's not just only music or just science. I have the best of both. And I really, really value that. It is fantastic. So, Stephen, what are you studying? I'm doing medicine in UCC. So like, again, another hugely demanding course. I imagine that's been difficult enough in the last couple of years kicking off. But to keep music at this level also demands a fair amount of commitment and input, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I find it difficult at times and, you know, one has to take a backseat over the other at different times, um, as you can imagine. But it's amazing for the summer now to get the opportunity, especially in Cork, you know, you don't have to go abroad. It's, it's lovely. You can just travel down to beautiful West Cork and get a great experience down there. And that's it. Okay, and coming stretching this way to yeah. Michelle. So what are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing primary teaching in Mary Eye in New York. Oh. Yeah, it's lovely. It's like has a good like work-life balance, I think, which is kind of one of the reasons as well. Like I was the same as Megan, kind of torn between doing music and something else. And I think that teaching gives me like a good balance between the two. And like I can even do music with the kids and stuff like that. So it's really nice. Yeah. You know, I love the fact that the four of you sat there just a minute ago and we're going to hear you again now in a minute playing the most stunning music and all of you have these incredible careers and futures ahead of you but music is what binds you I mean like is there the danger ever that music could trump anything that you're already doing I mean like are any of you after going off to do the degrees as a fallback or a safety net when all of you could plainly work professionally as musicians um, I, I suppose it depends on each person I mean personally myself I loved the idea of being able to go into a profession other than music and have a nine to five job and then being able to come home and being able to put that away, pack it away and play music and enjoy my mm -hmm. hobby. So, I mean, it's unique to every single person. We have loads of friends now because music is quite binding and you make really close friends. And we have loads of them now that went down their own route. Some of them went into music, some of them didn't, but they all had their own individual reasons. So, um, yeah, it just really depends on the person, really. Okay, so here you are as a quartet, formed during COVID, essentially, and heading down to the West Cork Chamber Music Festival. What do you hope to get out of it as a quartet? What is the, the plan for the masterclasses? Well, I suppose first and foremost, you want to have fun. It's yeah. great to get down there and also to work with such great musicians. Um, you don't always get that opportunity, and especially in the last two years, we just haven't had it. So it's great in that respect. Um, so I think we're getting five masterclasses, which is great. Wow. Um, but uh, obviously before that there's a lot of preparation mm -hmm. goes in so we've had quite a lot of rehearsals ourselves the last few weeks um, but you definitely get a lot more out of it uh, the more you put in beforehand so it's hopefully it'll be well worth it now There will be a lot of people listening on a Sunday morning who know exactly what you mean by masterclasses who may have in fact attended an audience masterclass themselves and there will be other people who don't understand what a masterclass is would one of you describe what is a masterclass and why it makes such a, a difference I think Michelle you're being elected <laughs> Um, a masterclass is kind of like a focus session on a, one of the particular pieces that we're playing. We're probably going to focus mainly on Dvorak, I would say. So we might get a tutor from one of the chamber groups, the professional chamber groups in West Cork, and they will kind of listen to it. They kind of might isolate sections depending on what, and they um, or they might like work musically on certain bits of the music. So that's what it is. Hugely challenging, but immensely rewarding, isn't it? Yeah. Have any of you? had a chance to do masterclasses already yeah yes. actually last year uh because of covid the west court chamber festival couldn't actually go ahead but 
Christopher Mayo and, and along with a bunch of other people, I'm not sure if Francis Humphrey was involved, but uh, we basically, they did a masterclass course for or, or quartets and other quartets uh, in the School of Music here. So we actually have already had opportunities to work with some of these musicians already. But again, I mean, everyone has their own critiques and their own way of looking at things. So it's going to be really interesting and fulfilling to see other people's points of view. Because the big thing is that we have to thank the West Cork Chamber Music Festival and everyone who's a part of that. Because obviously this is an amazing opportunity, which I mean, I don't even think we ever knew if we were going to be playing something to this level ever again for at least the foreseeable future because of our degrees. So we have to give a huge thanks to everyone there and all the work they've been doing so far. Guys, thank you so much. And enjoy Bantry. Enjoy Bantry. Thank you.
Can you imagine what that was like for me to stand in the room just there with my little microphone in their rehearsal room in the MTU Cork School of Music and Union Key and four musicians just in a little semicircle around me play that. No rehearsal, no warm-up, no nothing. Boom. Just incredible talent. That is the sound of, of the Allura Quartet. And if you would like to hear them or indeed any of the other incredible quartets that are flying in from all over the world to take part in this year's West Cork Chamber Music Festival, then simply go onto the website westcorkmusic.ie.